Oh, all you studiers out there. We're continuing on in the wisdom of Solomon here in the Old Testament Apocrypha. We are now in chapter 7, and now uh, in 7 here we're going to talk about uh, the equalness between the high people and the low. Now we're not talking about fallen angel, Nephilim, or Rephim here. We're talking about the normal, quote-unquote, normal people, whether it be king, servant, slave, no matter what it is. There's certain things that are all alike for all people, okay? And uh, this talks about how wisdom went way back, and it's a, uh, when we know our scriptures, we know that the Lord created all things with his great wisdom, so it was there with Jesus Christ when he created uh, the firmaments and life itself. Okay, and uh, God gave Solomon here all the knowledge that he has. And uh, it ends uh, chapter 7 with the praise of wisdom itself. Okay. So on we go here in 7. It says, I myself also am a mortal man like to all. And the offspring of him that was first made of the earth. Okay. And what's he talking about? He's talking about I'm the offspring bring of uh, Adam okay so uh, that's Christ's bloodline there two and in my mother's womb was fashioned to be flesh in the time of ten months and we all know that it's a approximately a nine month pregnancy etc being compacted in blood of the seed of man and the pleasure that came with sleep okay so uh, flesh is flesh uh, we're no different uh, there the uh, translators are harmonizing this with Job 10 12 and when I was born I drew in the common air and fell upon the earth which is of like nature and the first voice which I uttered was crying as all others do and now remember Solomon was a great king and he gathered more wealth and more um, of everything than all the kings before him even his dad okay and uh, with all this wisdom and everything, uh, he's talking about how we're all equal under the sun here in this aspect. Okay, uh, he was crying as all others do. I was nursed in swaddling clothes and that with cares. Okay, so he was taking care and that would have been Mother uh, Bathsheba. For there is no king that had any other beginning of birth. Okay, period. Okay, that slaps all the uh, 
uh, pharaohs, etc., that believed they are gods, okay? And many of them had tainted bloodlines. They just did. They had the rows of teeth and the giant forehead, and uh, they were Nephilim bred, okay? But that ain't what he's talking about here. He's talking about uh, the quote-unquote normal human beings have their beginning all the same, no matter prince or pauper. Okay, all right, so there's that. In five, for there is no king that had any other beginning of birth. For all men have one entrance in unto life and the light going out. And that would harmonize really good with the Ecclesiastes. Okay, and the same going out, and they're they're talking about Job one twenty two. And First Timothy six seven here from the translators. Seven it says, Wherefore I prayed and understanding was given me. I called upon God, and the spirit of wisdom came to me. Okay, and we know that from the history it harmonizes beautifully with the uh, seventy seven books of the King James. Alright, and I say seventy seven books because uh Again, I'm going to go over this one time here, that uh, at the beginning of Daniel was Susanna, there with uh, this, the three holy children that wouldn't bow, wouldn't bend the knee, the song of the three holy children was in there, and then Bell and the Dragon at the end. So there's three books right there combined with Daniel. So, all together, if you add it up like that, that's 77 books, and that's what, the way I look at it, and uh, that's why I say that. It says, therefore I prayed, and understanding was given me. No better prayer. I called upon God, and the spirit of wisdom came to me. I preserved, I preferred her before scepters and thrones, and esteemed riches nothing in comparison of her. And this pleased the Lord. As uh, he was told, we know, uh, what would you, what do you need? That's a paraphrase. And he didn't ask for any of the worldly things. He asked for the spirit of wisdom. In 9 it says, neither compared I unto her any precious stone, because all gold in respect of her is as a little sand, and silver shall be counted as clay before her. Now think about it for a minute. A diamond is just an old chunk of coal. Who, who said it was a valuable thing? The beach is littered of, with diamonds On, in Africa there. No questioning that. And uh, they could flood the world with those diamonds and they would be worthless. At least coal you can burn. But here we go with the intimate love. And this is why I say why it's always in the her. I loved her, that's wisdom and understanding, above health and beauty. And chose to have her instead of light. For light that cometh from her never goeth 
out. All good things together came to me with her, and innumerable riches in her hands, and I rejoiced in them all, because wisdom goeth before them, and I knew not that she was the mother of them. So he's a what a growing, a growing plant here. He's gonna he learned this. Thirteen, I learned diligently, and do communicate her liberally. I do not hide her riches, and that's a instruction for all of us folks we must let our light shine and uh, King Solomon surely did that 14 for she is a treasure unto men that never faileth which they that use become the friends of God being commended for the gifts that come from learning again the quest for wisdom and understanding connected directly to your relationship with God here, is it? Is it? Okay. Fifteen. God hath granted me, granted me to speak as I would, and to conceive as it meet for the things that are given me, because it is he that leadeth unto wisdom and directeth the wise. There it is. That's, that is exactly it. Wisdom and understanding above all these other worldly things being taught right here in the wisdom of Solomon. 16. For in his hand are both we and our words, all wisdom also and knowledge of workmanship. For he hath given me certain knowledge of things that are, namely to know how the world was made and the operation of the elements. How about that? For a gift from the Holy Ghost. The beginning, ending, and mids of the times. The alterations of the turning of the sun and the change of seasons. Okay, folks, did you just hear that? The sun is on the move there. It's not fixed. <laughs> okay. And notice this midst of the times. That's time, times, and half a time, folks. And the uh, beginning of God's kingdom, North Star Earth, it's a half a time. So it's the mids of the time. It's the mids of the week. And he's certainly talking about that here. We get this now. This is the circuits of years and the positions of stars. The natures of living creatures and the furies of wild beasts. The violence of winds. Winds and the reasonings of men, the diversities of plants, and the virtues of roots. And many of the best medicines in the world for healing, etc., come from roots. 21. And all such things 
as are either secret or manifest, them I know. What a gift. For wisdom, which is the worker of all things, taught me. For in her is understanding, is an understanding spirit. What about this understanding spirit? Holy, one only, manifold, subtle, lively, clear, undefiled, plain, not subject to hurt, loving the thing that is good, quick, which cannot be lettered, ready to do good. This is wisdom and understanding now, the spirit of wisdom. Kind to man, steadfast, sure, free from care, having all power, overseeing all things and going through all understanding, pure and most subtle spirits. How about all this list? In 24, for wisdom is more moving than any motion. She passeth and goeth through all things by reason of her pureness. Again, it's connected directly to the Bride of Christ. And the Bride of Christ is, direct, is directly connected to the Holy Ghost. And our salvation, is she not? For she, that's wisdom and understanding, is the breath of the power of God and a pure influence flowing from the glory of the Almighty. How about that? Talk about wisdom here. Therefore can no under undefiled therefore can no undefiled thing fall into her. Okay, see you can't just fall into it. You gotta be seeking. Okay? Um, it's no accident. Uh, you have to be knocking, the door will be opened, and you gotta seek, and it will be streamed unto you out there. Okay? You're not gonna just stumble onto it unless God has guided your footsteps to the to to wisdom and understanding. Okay, it says in 26, for she is the brightness of the everlasting light. Okay, remember that symbol when it comes to prophecy and other statements by the Lord. The unspotted mirror of the power of God and the image of his goodness. So here, this is the image we want, a spiritual image. It's nothing to do with the works of men's hands, is it here? 27, and being but one, she can do all things, and remaining in herself, she maketh all things new, and in all ages entering into holy souls. She maketh them friends of God and prophets. It don't get no better than that. It don't get no better than that. 
friends of God. How do you like that? 28, for God loveth. Okay, now this is a big heavy statement here, folks. Listen up here. For God loveth none but him that dwelleth with wisdom. Okay, and then I go back to what I had people that came right out of the old temple there and told me they don't have to know nothing. I said, well, uh, that's not biblical. No, I'm just as saved as you are. It doesn't matter. I don't need to know anything. Folks, is that not a, a recipe to be led to the Antichrist there? Oh, sure it is. Wisdom and understanding and what's inside of us. What made us want wisdom and understanding? I'm talking about God's spirit here. What made us do that? That's the Holy Ghost that made us do all that, isn't it? Well, what about wisdom and understanding here in 29? For she is more beautiful than the sun, capital S, and above all the order of stars. Being compared with the light, she is found before it. Yeah, before it was created, there was wisdom and understanding with the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost there. In 30 it says, For after this cometh night, but vice shall not prevail against wisdom. Period. <clears throat> okay, I hope all that's pretty clear. Should that be clear to people? I, she says it's good here at the table. How about you, Bo? Do you think it's clear? Okay. All right. Bo has no objections. All right, then. In that case, we'll move right on into chapter 8. And he is in love with wisdom, for he that hath it hath every good thing. He cannot be had. Yeah. What, what we're saying here, the Holy Ghost... Wisdom and understanding cannot be had unless it's from God. Okay, so there is that. In chapter 8 in the Wisdom of Solomon, in verse 1, Wisdom reacheth from one end to another mightily, and sweetly doth she order all things. Here's Solomon speaking again. I loved her and sought her out from my youth. I desired to make her my spouse, and I was a lover of her beauty. In three, in that she is conversant with God, she magnifieth her nobility. Yea, the Lord of all things himself loved her. How about this? Is that beautiful? For she is privy to the mysteries of the knowledge of God and a lover of his works. With wisdom and understanding here. Five, if riches be a possession to be desired in this life, what is richer than wisdom that worketh all things? Question mark. And if prudence work, who of all that are, 
is a more cunning workman than she? Question mark. Seven, and if a man love righteousness, her labors are virtues. That comes right out of the Holy Ghost, don't it? For she teacheth temperance and prudence, justice and fortitude, which are such things as men can have nothing more profitable in their life in seven. In eight it says, If a man desire much experience, she knoweth all things of old. And conjectureth aright what is to come. There's your prophecy. She knoweth the subtilities of speeches and can expound dark sentences. So there's your hidden sentences brought to light by wisdom and understanding. She foreseeth signs and wonders and the events of seasons and times. That's a mouthful there. And this is the gift that we'll get. See here, you're going to realize the season you're in. You're going to know the things to come because you have the written word and you have the Holy Ghost guiding you. So, you get the uh, discerning of what time you live in. <laughs> Being a watchful servant. And you do that through your wisdom and understanding. Nine, therefore I propose to take her to me to live with me, knowing that she would be a counselor of good things and a comfort in cares and grief. For her sake I shall have estimation among the multitude and honor with the elders, though I be young. And he was very young <laughs> when he took this road. Eleven, I shall be found of quick conceit in judgment and shall be admired in the sight of great men. All this through the wisdom and understanding. And it looks like she's giving him the words, doesn't she? When I hold my tongue, they shall bide my leisure. And when I speak, they shall give good ear unto me. If I talk much, they shall lay their hands upon their mouth. Now, they're, they're harmonizing this with Job 29, 8, 9, 10, and 11. Okay, in 13, Moreover, by the means of her I shall obtain immortality and leave behind me an everlasting memorial to them that come after me. And we are reading that right now as we speak, folks. That, also all the other Proverbs that he wrote. 14. I shall set the people in order, and the nations shall be subject unto me. 15. Horrible tyrants shall be afraid when they do but hear of me. I shall be found good among the multitude, and valiant in war. And all that came true. Uh, that's uh, after the uh, temple was torn down. Uh, the world government didn't want another temple because they knew this uh, history of the temple ruling over the earth here through David and then Solomon. 16. After I 
come into mine house, I will repose myself with her, for her conversation hath no bitterness, and to live with her hath no sorrow, but mirth and joy. And that is true. No matter how hardcore the truth is, you get the truth. There's a joy to it, even when it uh, it isn't very soft. We'll put it like that. It's, it's a hard truth, but you still have a joy in the fact that you're not deceived like the people that have no wisdom and understanding. Now this one here, uh, Solomon's, uh, they're saying uh, this is a harmonization with Proverbs 7, 3, 17. Now when I considered these things in myself and pondered them in mine heart, how that to be allied, like allied, unto wisdom is immortality. So there it is. It's tied directly to your salvation, folks. It sure is. It's a gift. In 18, and great pleasure it is to have her friendship. And in the works of her hands are infinite riches. And in the exercise of conference with her, prudence, and in talking with her, good report. And went about seeking how to take her to me. And he certainly did that more than anyone else here in the, the 77 books of the King James. 19, for I was a witty child and had a good spirit and the Lord loved him so. 20, yea, rather being good, I came into a body undefiled. 21, nevertheless, when I perceived that I could not otherwise obtain her, except God gave her me, and that was a point of wisdom also to know whose gift she was. I prayed unto the Lord, and besought him, and with my whole heart I said, okay, so when we pick this up back here in 9, you're getting his prayer as a young child here, and it's nowhere else in our doctrine, but it's here, and uh, you see how he's saying it's a, a you know, some uh, professor or some doctor doctor of demology, uh, they have an arrogant heart. They say, I did this and I did that. He's, no, 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 no. It was a point of wisdom for me to know who gave me that spirit of wisdom. <laughs>